guys think we need one more? You guys think we need one more. All right, we'll get one more. Welcome back to Five Movie Madness. Uh, I am here today to talk to you about uh, a movie genre that's near and dear to my heart, the heist movie. And with me, as always, I've got Matt. I am an FBI agent. And Joe. Rule number one of magic, always be the smartest guy in the room. That's, also, like when it. you started, I almost started answering you because I wasn't yes, sure you were too. starting I the you were show. Asking, <laughs> I thought you were asking a question. That could Do have been one very more. Bad. I was like, "Are we gonna? All right, we can restart." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys didn't because I I kind of like that intro. Uh, so yeah, like I just said, we are here to run down our top five favorite heist movies. And uh, before we really get into that, uh, Joe, we have an email, yes? We do have an email. It's a, another entry in the ongoing saga of what Bennett's been watching, which is one of our fans. If you'd like to be like him and send us emails, it's 5moviemadness at gmail.com with the number 5. And Bennett writes, Hey guys, I hope you're well. A few movies I've been watching lately that you may want to discuss or postpone to later shows. Oh, well, I'll read one of them. <laughs> reading is hard. Uh, I watched Ford vs. Ferrari with my wife and kids for family movie night. I love this movie mainly for the deep friendship between Matt Damon's character and Christian Bale's character. I think my wife and I both teared up at different points. I think it's some of the best acting. This is my pick for best, best sports movie ever. Or maybe The Sandlot. Wow. Strong, wow. strong, uh, strong uh, opinions. Appropriate. Strong opinion, but... I don't think it would it would it would like come to mind necessarily, but people do consider racing a sport, so it's I mean, it, it definitely is a qualifies. Sport. It's it's damn good. Rush is one of my favorite sports movies ever. That that's a racing movie. Have I seen that's, that? That's, yeah, that's, that's very good. I don't think I've um, seen that. I love Ford versus Ferrari. That movie's fantastic. It's a good movie. Definitely. I would have ended it sooner. Yeah, than same. They did. That's my one critique. Having Matt Damon and Christian Bale walk off the track arm in arm would have been a perfect ending. And you could have done white text on a black screen. Yep. <laughs> At the end, I would have been fine with it. But they it. went a different way. They went a totally different way. But uh, no, it's a very good movie. Good pick, Bennett. Good pick. And then at the end, it's not another movie, so I'll read it now. P.S. Also, I'm doing an 80-mile gravel race on a bicycle in like a week. Wish wow. me luck. That's really far and difficult. Well, good luck, Bennett. And you've already done it by the time you're hearing this, but hope it went Damn. well. Yeah. You should watch Breaking Away for inspiration. Or Premium Rush. Don't watch that. That movie's bad. Don't watch Premium <laughs> I've never seen it. It's, it's not good. But I know I know what it is. Yeah. Like It's one of those movies I'll never see, but if anyone mentions Premium Rush or, what was that Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie on the bicycle? On the bike? I will know that instantly. Yeah. <laughs> I forget how I saw that. It must have been on Stars or something. Because I wasn't going to rent that. That was like a year-long theater preview. Like, every movie I saw had Premium Rush, <laughs> like, for the advertisement. Uh, that probably they didn't pay really off. really wanted that movie to succeed. What was that tomato score? Not pro- uh, That's a good question. I'll look it up. 33. Never mind. You got it. No, oh, I'm you're just guessing? guessing. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Dead. What is it? 74? <laughs> what? Critic? Yep. I did not yep. think that movie was Certified. good. Okay. That's unbelievable. I wonder what Holy audience crap. is. No, I gotta know. I just gotta 60, know. 60 something. 64? 60. 60. 60. Oh, that's still higher than I thought. All right. 
What do I know? I'm just an amateur film critic. Yeah. Unpaid film critics. <laughs> in in the red film critic. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very true. All right, so uh, yeah, Bennett, good luck on that gravel race. I I ride my bike on like the regular street, and it's hard enough. I can't imagine. Yeah, that sounds rough for eighty miles sounds... too. Eighty miles of it. Fuck. What an Iron Man. I get like twenty miles in, and I'm like, yeah, I, I was done five six miles ago. Like I don't want to do it anymore. I'm gonna ride home. Oh, that's Joe, awful. email him back because I'm curious if it's like legs of a race, like the Tour de France, or if it's like eighty miles straight. Because it's like that seems really long. It does seem yeah. really long. I I used to volunteer for um a, a bike a weekend long bike race called the MS150. So it was a it was a bike race from Philadelphia to Atlantic City and back, and it was seventy five miles to. You slept for the night, and then you did 75 miles back. And, like, I thought that was an insane amount of time to be on a bicycle, like, over two days. I can't imagine doing 80 and 1. But I guess That's if you can do 75, what's 5 yeah, more, I right? Guess, yeah, I guess that is a typical length, then. Huh. I wonder how long it takes, like, like, on average, an average person to bike. Like, how many miles you can do in an hour? I mean, I bike on average... I don't know that I am average necessarily, but my Corey, you're above is... average in my heart. Thanks, bud. I can do somewhere around ten to twelve miles, depending on like how energized I am. Okay. In an hour. So that's like an eight-hour but... bike ride around. Yeah. Assuming you keep that pace. That's not as bad. Yeah, that's not also... as insane as I initially thought it sounded. Yeah, but then you have to take into consideration that, like, when you compare it to like the cardio exercise of a of a mile run. Every three miles on the bike is one mile running. Okay. So, like, the math is still pretty crazy at 80 miles, right? Yeah, I'm trying to do it quick in my head and just failing. It's like running almost 30 miles. Yeah. It's 26. It's it's running a marathon. Yeah. yeah it's 26.6. 26. Yeah. It's definitely more fun than running a marathon because running just sucks. Yeah, I'm not a... Not a I'd rather bike it. Guy. Yeah. I stay away from the treadmill. I'll do the other cardio. The elliptical machines. The stairmaster. The stairmaster <laughs> at the local gyms are brutal. I don't doubt it. They're like it's like an escalator almost. It's weird, and it like kills. Oh, so you don't have to do any work. It kills your knees. No, you have to. I know it hurts. Unless you're just gonna <laughs> yeah. hit the floor every time. <laughs> Oh, it's like going up uh, the, the down escalator. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. it's it. I uh, I had to want my first varsity wrestling match. I showed up two pounds overweight in the morning, and I had to lose all two pounds, and I lost it all on the stairmaster. I was on a stairmaster for like an hour and a half trying to lose those two pounds. It was awful. And then couldn't that wrestle happened. afterwards because your legs hurt so much. Yeah, how'd you do in the choice. match? Uh, the first match I lost pretty bad. The second one. The second one went the distance. I just didn't win. And then the third match, I was going up against like a former state champ, and I got spanked. Like I had no business being on the mat that year, anyways. I yeah, but. I wrestled in middle school, and I showed up overweight for a tournament, and I had to run a lot, then weigh in like naked, and then barely mm-hmm. made weight, and then I was like out immediately. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even. <laughs> All right, cool. I guess such I go, a, it's. I guess I go eat now. Yeah, it's <laughs> I guess such I go a... eat my feelings. <laughs> 
It's such a counterproductive thing. Cutting weight in wrestling is so counterproductive. It seems crazy. Like, this is a conversation we could probably have for like an hour or two because it's just a fascinating thing to me. Why that matters so much. The, I mean, the the theory behind it is as sound as any other sports theory, but it's like in practice, it doesn't really work. It's like you can't well. be in the ring with this guy if you're 0.5 pounds too light or heavy. Oh, like you're talking about actually physically weighing in. Yeah, like that, way. like that whole song and dance is fucking weird. Yeah, the classes the, I, are weird, I guess. Yeah, like what's heavyweight? Like anything from two fifteen to two eighty five. That's the biggest one, right? That's the biggest disparity. And yes. That's like Sorry. for high school kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nuts. In um, yeah, when I wrestled in middle school, I did one year of high school. Also, my in eighth grade, I was in the one twelve class. And in ninth grade, I was in the 119 class. And our 119, there's only two of us. And this guy was like all county shit. And I just got my ass beat every day in practice. And it was not, not, a, not a fun time. But I wrestled at 119. I was certified for 119. So I couldn't go down to 112 at all. So I was always right there. And the only reason they kept me at 119 is, A, because I was terrible. And if I went up to, what was it, 125 the next one? Yeah, 125 is If next. I went up to 125, I would have gotten destroyed anyway. And B, they wanted me as cannon fodder for for the 119 I, good wrestler. My my, The hardest year of wrestling for me, weight-wise, was a year that I was – like I had a goal to get to 145. I got to 145, and then I lost an extra five pounds so that I could like have like a fun Christmas vacation, like the two days off that I had for Christmas vacation – and like I wanted a five like a five pound window to play with for the for those couple of days. My coach found out. My coach saw me on the on the scale at that five pounds. They were like, "Oh, you're going to be 140 for the rest of the season." I was like, "Wasn't planning on it." And that's exactly what happened. I had to stay at 140, which was harder. And I was cannon fought. I was the same thing. You I was cannon fought. Yeah, me and my well, my <laughs> me and my partner would both me and my partner would both weigh in at 140. And I would face the harder of the two because the easier of the two, the guy I practiced with who was better than me could pin. So instead of like exchanging three points, we exchanged three for six. My job was to not get pinned and his job was two pins. We traded three for six. It was a terrible, it was not good for my ego, but I'm sorry. That's a, that's okay. That's a story for another day. Today's story on the other hand is about heist movies. And here's what we're going to do now. Uh, we have all individually ranked our top five favorite heist movies and some number of bubbles, generally about two. And we are going to go around and we are each going to um, reveal our top five heist movies, starting at five, going up to one. If at any point in time somebody names a movie that is higher on another person's list, we will table that movie to the highest possible point. Uh, after that's done, we will go into the madness round, which I will explain at that moment. Gentlemen, are you ready to reveal your top five heist movies? Sure. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Great segue, by the way. That's why I'm here. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, Matt, you're number five. Point Break. I knew that was making so your good. list. So good. Did not make my list. Point Break is amazing. And I don't know if I would consider it like... Right off the brain, that's a heist movie. But it's about bank robbers 
and I'm rooting for the bad guys, even though I'm probably supposed to be rooting for the good guy, but I just can't help myself. I Patrick Swayze is amazing in this thing. Uh, came out in 91, 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Young Keanu Reeves, I think this was like his first big major role after Bill and Ted, right? I would think this that is That definitely like, sounds right. Yeah, and then Swayze, who's, who's at the height of his powers, and they just come out, they're throwing fastballs, man, 95 miles an hour. They're just zooming it in there, and they're going like toe-to-toe. Throwing touchdowns, you might say? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Johnny, Johnny Utah. It's like Swayze's Brady and Keanu's like young Mahomes, and they're facing off in the Super Bowl, and <laughs> they're just going like at it. I love it. Swayze's Bodie Fossa, like one of the greatest names in cinematic history. I don't even know his last name. I didn't even remember it. I just know his name's Bodie. The, the Bodie Fossa. Um, the Bodie Fossa. I love the, the for the heist aspect. The ex-presidents wearing like rubber masks of like former presidents. That's a really cool gimmick. Um, it's 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 a crew that's been together for a while, and they are executing their heist in a certain formula, certain style. Johnny Utah, a.k.a. Keanu Reeves, is the uh, FBI agent who's trying to, like, track them down. Him and his partner determine that they're a group of surfers, and he has to learn to surf to infiltrate himself into that culture in order to try to uh, uh, stop the heist. It's pretty much the precursor to the Fast and Furious movies. Fast and Furious is a direct ripoff of Point Break. Don't know if that's what they're going for, but it's the exact same thing. I mean, you know... (laughs) Good movies borrow and great movies steal or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> uh, also directed by Catherine Bigelow. It always, I oh, never Bigelow remember T. that. And I, it's like, it's, you wouldn't think for me anyway, and I don't mean any disrespect or anything. I would not think a woman directed this. It's really like a macho machismo guy action movie. And it, I, I guess it does have like a woman's touch to it, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's fair. Not, it's 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 very it feel, good. It feels like a dude movie. It does, right? Yeah. I mean, one of the opening lines is "Boy, you're young, dumb, and full of cum." I just can't. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I mean, well, uh, we never said a woman wrote it. I mean, oh, true, but you know, she, it's, it's, she's got like she did probably have most no, of I final mean, say. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and and you're not wrong, but you're but you're also not wrong. You watch this movie, and it feels like. It feels like a dude made this movie. Like, no doubt in my mind. I agree with you. Reason it's number five is doesn't feel very heisty. Fair. No, that's but, fair. But it's. It, I think it deserves to be represented for sure. I knew it was going to be on your list, and I'm happy that I was right. And I'm happy we got to talk about <laughs> Point Break. Yes, it's very good. The remake is... Uh, I refuse shit. to see it, so... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good at all. I'm fine with um, that. Yeah, Point Break. No Swayze, no Wazy. All right, Joe, number five? My number five movie is uh, Bottle Rocket. Okay, wow. It's uh, I think it's Wes Anderson's first movie. Yes, it is. It's got Owen Wilson, Jesus. Luke Wilson. It, it explores the possibility of what if people planning a heist were incompetent. And it's sure. pretty fun. I actually forgot about that movie entirely. Until you Until you said who was in it, I was like... A Wes Anderson movie that I don't know? That's weird for me. But now that you say who's in it, I, I have 100% seen that movie, and it did did not cross my mind. <laughs> but yes. Totally fair. Yes. It's a different kind of movie for heist movies, but I figured, why not? We'll mix it up. I watched it for the first time for this. I kind of always wanted to see it because I've heard it's funny. It didn't really disappoint. I think it's... 
the most easily relatable Wes Anderson movie that I've seen. I haven't seen Rushmore in its entirety, but otherwise, I don't know what else would be close. Because they behave like normal people for the most part in Bottle Rocket. Rush- yeah, Rushmore's not going to be any more relatable than Bottle Rocket. No? Okay. <laughs> Rush Rushmore is like my favorite live-action Wes Anderson, I would say. Like yeah, a, it's mine a, too. A notch above uh, Bottle Bottle Rocket's very good, though. I don't like Wes Anderson's super weird shit. Yeah. Though, like, um... Life Aquatic. I'm not a. I'm not a Never fan. Never seen that one. Uh, Royal... People are obsessed with the Life Aquatic and uh, Royal Tenenbaums. People have yes. that as I think their top five movies ever. And I'm like, yeah. I just can't get into it. But what was the hotel one that he just did? The Grand Budapest yeah, Hotel. Is that it. what that yeah. was? That movie's not that bad. Got, that was pretty good. That movie's no, right. that pretty that good too. Actually nominated for like Best Picture. Did not win, yeah. but but it did win. I think it won. Um, you won something. Costume or set design, maybe. Perhaps that's the purple movie, right? Yes, <laughs> the purple movie. It's very purple. There it is. Purple. Yeah, that's true. I'm just looking up quickly what it got nominated for, since we're on the subject. It won four Oscars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's like it's gonna be like set design and costume design. Costume design, like makeup that. and hairstyle, uh, original score, and production design. It won. Production wow. design. It got nominated yeah. for like nine things. That's pretty good. Good for yeah. them. I think it was it was nominated for best picture that year, right? Yes. yes. Did not win. Did not win. What was the year it came out? Uh, 2014, so 2015 awards. That's Spotlight or 12 Years yeah. a Slave? I think it's... Or Birdman. Birdman. Oh, yeah, it's, it's probably Birdman. Birdman. Could be Birdman. That sounds right. But anyway, yeah, Bottle Rocket is, is fun. If you get the chance to watch it, check it out. I think it was like, it was three ninety nine for me to rent it and four ninety nine for me to buy it. So I was like, I'll spend the extra dollar. Now you own Bottle now Rocket. Now I own Bottle Rocket. Nice. Life goal accomplished. There it is. Corey, what's your number five, bud? All right, I'm prepared to hear hear some magical words coming out of somebody's mouth here in a second. My number five is heat. Abracadabra. Yeah, we're going to table that for you yep. too, Joe? No, right. I was just saying a magical word. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll table that. Figured as much. Uh, that, le- that moves us into Matt's number four. It's the movie I told you guys to watch last week, and I hope you did. That would be Inside Man. I did watch it. Did you? I did as I did. Well. Yep. Okay. Not on your list? Did not make it. Inside Man. I, what? What's that, Corey? It's, I guess not. It's so good, but it did not make my list. Uh, it, it is incredible. It is the most twisty, turny, heist movie that there is. It's it's kind of hard to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, I agree with that. <laughs> with, it, upon multiple viewings, you like figure out more. It's like the most well-thought-out heist I, I I think in in a in a movie where the the people executing it have everything down pat. They have contingencies for everything. I love the way they are. Clive Owen is taking people on his crew and making them pose as hostages and moving them from room to room just to confuse the hell out of all the witnesses. And I'm not giving away the the ending, but like it kind of reveals like the title. Like you don't you don't know why it's called Inside Man until like that point, and when it like everything comes together, it's like whoa, this is like really good. It's a great uh, Spike Lee is a director. Um, there's a lot going on in terms of uh, like Denzel has like his own agenda, and then you have the whole Christopher Plummer thing going on where there's something in that bank that he doesn't want anyone to know about. 
and that was not part of Clive Owen's plan originally. It's like not like he was out to get that certain thing. It just like happens. See, I assumed it was for a while no. in the movie. Right, but it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he just kind of like rolls with it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, Inside Man is a great movie. Came out in uh, 06, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it's definitely um, good. I'm glad, I'm glad I watched it. There are just like weird things about the, like weird stylistic choices that didn't do it for me. But like the heist part is really cool. Yeah, this is a movie for me that will like if we redo this list in however many years and I have time to watch this a few more times, which I will 100 percent do by the time like it comes back around. I guarantee you it'll be much higher on my list than like just sitting outside the bubble. It's like I didn't have enough time to watch it two or three times. And I always find that heist movies are better when you can watch them a couple more times. So every movie on my list I've seen multiple times, which is you know why they they made it i'll definitely watch this again considering i also bought inside man what nice. that cost seven bucks okay yeah. if it's four to four to rent seven to own and i think i'll watch it again i usually buy it inside man was excellent joe what's yes. number three bud number, number four four, uh, I four. Guess. yeah or do you number three whatever i could i could skip the three if you want but whatever no. whatever <laughs> feeling. whatever you're feeling do you do you <laughs> Uh, my number four is a movie that I don't think make a, I made either of your list again. Uh, Logan Lucky. Uh, table it. Nice. Wow. All right. Pleasantly surprised. Then, Corey, what's your number four? Uh, my number four, ready to hear the words again, uh, The Town. That actually bubbled for me. Slight, okay. slight table. It's my number three. Oh, okay. okay. Which is what we would be talking about right yeah, now, right? We can talk about it now. Yes, sir. Uh, 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's I was I knew it had a high score. I, I for whatever reason I didn't think it was gonna be in the nineties. But yeah, we've talked Ben Affleck's opus. Yeah. Um we, we talked we <laughs> talked about this a lot in the Ben in the Ben Affleck episode. Uh this movie is is everything that you want out of a heist movie, especially the actual heists that we get. They're not overcomplicated. There's not a lot of twists and turns necessarily. But they're they're solid, and the one at the end is so intense that it like makes up for like not having a ton of twists and turns, if that makes sense. Uh, it's they're very straightforward robberies, but they're like executed so flawlessly that you're like you're about it. Um, this is one where you're one hundred percent rooting for the quote unquote bad guys. I mean, they are protagonists, so to speak. You're supposed to root for them. Jeremy Renner is movies. is like phenomenal in this. Mm-hmm. This is I I can't think of a movie that I've seen with Jeremy Renner in, her, in that I like more than this. It's like I wrote down like he is the ultimate like support in this. He's like if if this is a, a Ben Affleck movie, he directed it, did all the research, and he's a star in it. If he's the Jordan, Jeremy Renner is definitely the Scottie Pippen man. He's trying to put him over the top, like for sure. Um, for sure it's a heist love story also you don't really mm-hmm. get that too much where it's it's unique in a they sense usually try but it kind of sucks but in this movie it's good yeah but usually like the 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 love interest isn't a hot hostage or witness yeah isn't a victim of the <laughs> yeah. heists that's you that's know? a like, new that's spin on it for sure yeah that's what's weird about it it's very unique in that in that sense and um, so yeah so me and my wife have been watching uh lucifer uh, the the TV show that show is interesting. 
Uh, it's it's fine. It is what it is. I'm not expecting anything spectacular out of it. But I wa- we watched an episode recently where uh, one of the characters is like like out to get somebody. He like knows who did a crime and he's like gonna go and get redemption. And Lucifer's like, okay, I'll drive. And I, as soon as the scene happened, I was like, okay, the town. And that like it, it's one of it's one of my favorite parts of this movie. When he's like, we gotta go do something, you can't ask me why. Whose car are we taking? That's such a badass moment in this movie. It is a badass moment, yeah. but it's one of the most flubbed lines by everybody. It's like play it again, Sam, in Casablanca. It's, yeah. It's not whose car are we taking, which is a better line than what he actually says. He says, whose car are we going to take? Yeah. <laughs> whose car are we taking just flows better, and you can say yeah. that in that like Boston accent, and it, and it fits perfectly. I, well, I thought too. that's what they said. I totally forgot. I totally didn't realize I misquoted it. But yeah, no, it's it's not it's not on you because everybody said whose car we take, and it's like it's, yeah. it's in a cultural lexicon now. But I looked up the scene because that's kind of what we do when we see movies a bunch of times. We don't have to watch the whole thing anymore. We can just look up our favorite Thank moments. God. And it says yeah, for sure. who's, whose car are we gonna take? I'm like, oh man. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not as good. Say that. Yeah, it's definitely like not that? as good. Oh, yeah. my God. I love that that's whole gl- scene, too. When they actually go to the guy's house and he, like, shoots him in the leg. He's like, oh, he's not going to be a soccer player. I love <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do to piss off that guy? Uh, so good. <laughs> oh. the, ending, the ending is tragic, but, like, heartwarming all at the same time. It, it, it's got... It's, a, it's just such a good movie from top to bottom. Oh, it's, it's definitely really, really good. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't make my list because we already talked about it a bunch, and I was like... This is on kind of even footing with the other bottoms of my list. So. I'm very curious about your top three, Joe. No heat, no no the town. Like, yeah. All right, we'll see. We're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we are uh, doing this. That leads us actually right into Joe's number three. Joe's number three. My number three. You're gonna be like, oh, that's a heist movie, I guess. My number three is Reservoir Dogs. Oh shit. Okay. It's on okay. Ranker. <laughs> I mean, if it's a movie about a heist, we just don't see the heist happen, heist. which is yeah. a very interesting thing to explore. Yeah. It's a Plus, heist it's just movie an amazing movie that takes out the heist. <laughs> what well, doesn't show you the heist, except in tiny pieces, or like it shows you the after. Anyway, I think it's Tarantino's first movie. Yes. Yeah. First feature film. First feature film. Same difference. It's really good. Uh, yeah, I might have put it higher on this list, except for the fact that it doesn't show the heist. So, this is as high as I feel comfortable putting it at three. But, like, it's, it's, I rewatched it for this. I hadn't seen it in a while. I forgot quite how good this was. I watched Reservoir Dogs, like, rewatched Reservoir Dogs two years ago, probably. And it was, like, a day that, like, I had already watched, uh, our ZTH movie, and I just needed to throw something on. And it had, like, popped up on, like, Amazon as, like, for free and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll rewatch this. Same thing. Totally forgot how good this movie was. Hundred percent forgot how good this movie was. The, the lo- one criticism I oh sorry, go ahead. No, just because I love Reservoir Dogs. I do a Tarantino thing like every year, and it's it was a top Tarantino for me. I, I I guess it's certainly top three now. I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a little bit better, recency yeah. bias, but and I'm not as high at pulp fiction as most people. Neither am I. It's it's good yeah. and I, I get it I get why people love it but like no Reservoir Dogs just flows better I love the camaraderie between like the mm-hmm. crew how they're all like strangers but they're 
get along as if they've been doing this for a long time. Like it's professional criminals coming together for like a one-time thing. That, 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 that's a good vibe. And yeah. Tarantino's all about the dialogue and the writing, and it's this he, he nails it here. But again, there's yeah. no heist. <laughs> no, there is, there is no heist. It's just about no, there's a no heist. heist we see. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, the, go the ahead. Fun fact, the fun facts about this movie, because it's Tarantino's first feature film, are some of the the coolest facts I've ever learned about movies. Like, they were on such a shoestring oh, budget no. that no. we're not gonna get to hear the facts. the characters, Mister, like all of the us, the Mister Colors, all had to bring their own suits to filming. Like that's their personal suits. You fro- yeah, good good call. <laughs> You're back. I think you're. you're okay, you're back. I think. I am. I am back. Yeah, I'm back. You ended right on the coolest facts you ever learned about a movie. Yes. So one, of, at least like the one that I always stick to is they were on such a shoestring budget that all of the guys in the heist all had to bring their own suits. I thought you were going to say lunch. I don't know why. No, <laughs> like that was like that was like their personal suits from their closet. Uh, oh, that's cool. That. Yeah. yeah. They like they to save money in like other areas. And they all and, look like, reasonably the same too, so that's Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, he, Quentin was like, "Yo, guys, bring your like most plain black suit, white shirt. Let's let's see what we can do here." Joe, the what one, are you going to say, yeah. man? Just the one criticism I have in the movie on the rewatch. Tim Roth, I can't get I can't figure out what accent he's supposed to have in this movie. <laughs> if it's American or if it's like cuz his British bleeds through. It does a little bit. He's supposed to be American, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's just, it's a little bit distracting. It's the only thing I would say against this movie, but it's still, it's it's a great movie. He's dying the whole time. He is. Except for the flashback scene. Yeah. And he tells the commode story. <laughs> very good movie. This is a very good movie. And that's my number three. Hey, Corey, what's your number that- three? Uh, my number three is the table from earlier, Logan Lucky. Cool. I this movie's so much fun. It's just so much fun. It's it's kind. Of, I I feel the same way about this as you feel about Bottle Rocket. Not necessarily with the incompetence thing, but like if like a bunch of normal dudes were trying to actually pull off a heist, this is what it would look like. Oh, for sure. The car- and and the performances in it are stellar. I mean, he's got Adam Driver, who never phone. I've never seen phone he's, in a role. He's always good. He's always good, and this is no exception. Um, Channing Tatum, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, like in that moment a second ago, I was like, "Is it one of the Chris's? No, it isn't. Yeah, Channing Tatum's really good. Speaking of accents, they nail that West Virginia in this. They do. They really nail the accents, and that's this is one where I don't hear the accents break at all, which is good, obviously. The heist itself works and it's fine. I I I like the uh, the reveal at the end where it's like you can't come after us for money that you're saying you didn't have, right? Like that's a cool, interesting way to look at it. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a fun workaround for sure. Yeah. Do you think they purposefully purposefully left the ending opening open for another one? It certainly seems that way, right? It does. Or or was it just meant to be a oh the the police person, the authority figure figured it all out and was just showing up. 
It could be it could be one of those moments, or it could be isn't isn't at the end like uh, Adam Driver? I think his name is Clyde, kind of flirting with Hilary Swank. Is is that like the vibe that happens, and that's she's gonna like stick around, like she using def- that as an excuse? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think he he definitely pours her a shot and says like it's on me or whatever, and like he buys her a drink. Yeah. So you can read you can read into it several different ways, but anyway, it's a really good movie. I love everyone in it. Daniel Craig. As Joe Bang, amazing. His like, like you don't expect him to be able to know what he knows, is so good. Like he's like, I need gummy bears. Why the fuck does he need gummy bears? And then it turns out to actually be useful. Like it's, like it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. the movie is a lot of fun. Yeah. I was also surprised how high this Rotten Tomato score was. That's another ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely up there, but well deserved. Yeah, it didn't do well at the box office. I'm looking no, and it got promoted to hell. Like, it, there were ads for it on everything for a little while. I'm surprised it's, uh, it yeah, did It's so one of those, I, I know what it is, but I've never seen it. But I mm-hmm. give good reviews, and you guys are talking great about it. i got to give that one a watch. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. I feel like it's on Prime, or at least it, it was. It is. It definitely was. $50 million on a $28 million budget. It's actually not so bad. I mean, that's just I, I think it was budget. independently financed. Was it really? I think by uh, Soderbergh. I think he came out of retirement to do it. Huh. That's cool. Soderbergh. We're going to talk about him pretty soon. Are we? Imagine. Oh, wait. I think I know what he did. <laughs> I do know. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else for Logan Lucky? No, I think that's good. I think we can move on to uh, Matt's number two. Heat. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let's get it. No, Heat is the movie I think of instantly when I think of a heist movie. It's just the first one that pops into my brain. Hence, it's number two on my list. Pacino and De Niro, you can make an argument, are the two greatest living actors. You just can make that argument. Their resumes speak for themselves. And for them to... They were in The Godfather Part Two together, but never on screen at the same time. Because it's a flashback versus real time. So to see them together, there's always rumors that they hated each other. And I, I don't know those to be confirmed or not, but to have one play a cop and then one play the leader of a gang that, could, that you know, robs banks, commits heist, is like, it's a versus movie in a sense, right? It's Pacino versus De Niro. But they have, like, such a mutual respect for each other, like the, the characters do. Um they're well executed heists. Like everything is done like to perfection. I think it's my. I don't know if this is going to make any one of your lists, but did the Dark Knight make either of your lists? No. For heist, no. Okay, so like the heist scene that opens the Dark Knight, yeah. like is very. I, th- I thought of that actually. That was one of the first things point. I thought of when we it's very, this topic. It's yeah. so <laughs> reminiscent to Heat though with their yeah. opening heist scene. It's like I think they pl- pay homage to it, and it's like this is like gets you like right in the mood for the movie and it's great on like a 50 inch screen with surround sound it's like really fun um my one criticism is it's too damn long we are long dude we're pushing three hours <laughs> legitimately wide so low on my list they're like that's why i didn't no- make my list nothing about this movie suggests that it should be at five other than the fact that it's a three hour long heist movie you, it's you, a lot it's a big ask you can certainly cut val kilmer's whole thing out completely there's so much fat to trim in this movie um i love 
uh, Danny Trejo's in it. Wayne grows it. Like it's just so like there's so many good characters, and it's like it's like the thing is like the two actors, the two leads. Pacino is off the rails in this. Like he is full on. I just won the Academy Award. I'm doing whatever the hell I want. Al Pacino. It has yeah. actually come out in recent years that what got cut from the movie is. He's supposed to be like a recovering cocaine addict, which is why he's like so crazy and intense all the time. And that would like make <laughs> perfect sense. It would yeah. help. It would help Kinda a lot adds... because he is off the rails. That was going to be my other opening line was like, she got a great ass. Like he <laughs> says it like out of nowhere, but it's so off the top, but it's so enjoyable. And uh, yeah, man, I just, I just like heat. Michael Mann directed it. 1995, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Pacino versus De Niro. Like Brady versus Manning in their primes, man. Two greats going at it head to head. Who's gonna toe win? Toe to toe, baby. Toe to toe. Ali Frazier. Ali <laughs> Frazier. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, Joe, you're number two, my friend. Uh, get ready to say the word table because my number two is Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, go ahead and table that. Okay. Bubbled, guys. I bubbled all three Ocean's movies. Wait, it didn't make your. Oh my god. I bubbled all three. How wow. do it? Did not see this coming. Okay. All right. Okay. My, I guess we're talking about my number two now. Um, hold on. I still have to reorient myself from that. Rebooting. Dizzying. Dizzying piece of information. Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, my number two is Hell or High Water. Wow. Thought okay. about it, but yeah, it didn't make my list. It's such a fucking good movie. I, I don't think that it's, uh, again, similar to the town, it's not a... Um, Super twisty, turny, we'll figure out what's going on when everything's revealed at the end type of heist movie. But it is an incredibly well shot. It is an incredibly well acted. And it is a intense, intense film. Um, 97 on Rotten Tomatoes, so critics love it too. And it, I, I think Jeff Bridges is just spectacular in this movie. Like I think that he's he's kind of one of those actors that hits or misses for me a lot. Tell us how good Jeff Bridges is. Yeah, please. I just think I, I he's the cop that's like he's at the end of his career. He's just trying to finish up and and be done. It's his last thing that he's got to deal with, and he stumbles onto a case that probably shouldn't be done if it's if you're at the end of the career, right? Like this may take a while to sort out, but you know. Ultimately, thank God he's there because he's the only one that that with the uh, the nuance and the the skills to really follow this and not you know just start ripping people out of houses and being like I'm just gonna yell at everybody. Um, who is the 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 brother? Is it ben, ben, ben Foster? Ben Foster. Ben Foster is one of those guys to me. He's like that makes you very uncomfortable. <laughs> he does, but he's a very like that guy actor. Where, like, I know he's been in a bunch of things that I like. He's Ben Foster, though, man. He's you, like just, you just never remember his guy. name? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just never remember his name. Kevin Dunn's of that guy. Ben Foster's, like, good. <laughs> oh, he is good. He like, is. Like, a lot. Like, he's a supporting guy, for sure. But he's yeah. a supporting guy. I guess that's a fair point. I think that's probably a better statement. Love his character in this. He's totally unhinged. Um, Completely. You just want him to like calm down so like they can get away, but like that's not his character. So it's this movie it, runs it, like a weird work. parallel to like the town. It's got all the same archetypes for the yes. most part. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say so. Except the the thing I like the most about 
hell or high water is the attitude of the towns of the banks that they rob. Like, they don't like the bank. <laughs> like, yeah. how come we didn't call the police? Well, the bank's been robbing me for years. Why shouldn't someone else rob it? Love that yeah. line. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And, and, and it kind of, and that, like, just plays right back into why they're doing what they're doing, right? Like, they're doing it to try to yeah. save, like, it. save the house that they just got, like, foreclosed on. So They're not out to get rich. They're just yeah. want to, like, not get pay screwed the bills. over. That's you it. got to pay the bills. Chris Pine, my favorite Hollywood Chris. Hot take. That's he's he's my number one Hollywood Chris. I think he's mine Chris's. too. Yeah, Over I Evans. Th- I mean, he's the best Spider-Man I've ever had. So. Okay. Fair. 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 Yeah, I think Chris. I th- I'm, yeah. I, I His agree. body of work speaks for itself. It's true. I, I get a, a for for the people I talk to, a lot of Evans fans, a lot of Chris Pratt fans, but I'm a. I mean, they're all great. And I'm Hemsworth. a Chris Pine guy. Hmm. Four Chris's are all great yeah, in their own Hemsworth. way, but I think I think I think Pine is probably my favorite too. Captain Kirk. Do it up. Firmly agree. New topic. Top five Hollywood Chris's. I can't wait. That would be an interesting one. Chris Cooper. Who's uh, Chris Cooper? (laughs) Christian Bale? Chris Christofferson. Ooh, with a K. Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got for Hell or High Water. Anybody got anything else to add before we move on to number ones? Nah, I'm good. Nothing right. unique, just that it's a good movie and yeah. support your choice. Sure. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Matt, your number one movie is? Oh, it's Inception. Shit. Okay. Didn't get the chance to watch it for this. I've never seen Inception. Inception Might have made my list. is a mind heist. It is an incredibly well done, unique Christopher Nolan masterpiece. <laughs> it's trippy. It's, it's sci-fi. Corey, what are going to say? I didn't, didn't, I should have thought about it as a heist, because you're 100% right, it is 1 million percent a mind heist. Yeah. Didn't, didn't cross my mind when I was, like, doing my list. Yeah, they are literally a team that is put together to extract information from people's minds. It's science fiction, the technology exists. I think that's my favorite aspect of this movie, is it's not something that they invent in order to commit a crime it's something that's already established so we as the audience are learning about it for the first time but it is a well recognized um, piece of machinery in this universe great cast you have leo you have joseph gordon lovett tom hardy tom berenger ellen page elliot page elliot page i mean ellen page at the time at the time yeah um yeah it's if you haven't seen it it's trippy. The score is amazing. I think it's a Hans Zimmer score. Um, came out in 2010. It's just so unique. There's, it's an ambiguous ending. Probably one of the most talked about endings in the last however many movie years, decades I, even. Yes. Yeah. People argue about it to one. this day. I've seen – I saw that in theaters three separate times, and I saw it with like three different people, and – I got into, like, friendly debate and arguments with, like, all three. Like, it can mean different things to, like, different people, so to speak. The the visuals are, are amazing. The things they can do is Christopher Nolan manipulating reality in a way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't – I guess it doesn't really come to mind when you think heist movie, but it 1,000% is. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Michael Caine's also in this. Michael Caine. It definitely made my uh... – Thoughts of movie list. 
Yeah, Joe, definitely see this one. Yeah, I, I need to. It's it's one of those. Aspect. Yeah. That's like one of those I've just missed for whatever reason. That would be a top five movie you've never seen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, it can't be if I see it. It's true. We should do that list first before you see I get... it. <laughs> Surprisingly low Rotten Tomato score for me. What is it? 87. Yeah. Okay. I've, I this is, this is a high 90 movie for me. It definitely got nominated, did not win for Best Picture. But if they had that popular film category they were talking about, including the Academy Awards, it probably would have won for sure, hands down. Definitely. Like, this was, like, the blockbuster movie. Yeah, that's like the popcorn a, movie category. That's, like, a little bit more, though. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you definitely, if you had to pick one or the other, I mean, yeah. you probably made the right choice going for the best picture because it's certainly in the discussion. 2010, I think that was uh, The Hurt Locker, maybe? Or maybe um, Slumdog? One of those two. I'm not sure. I think Slumdog was 09? Came out in 09. And Sasha came out in 2010. I, then, if it's not Slumdog, I think it's The Hurt Locker. Yeah, I don't remember. Jeremy Renner. But fair. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It is a mind heist. A very unique mind heist. Definitely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Joe, your number one movie. My number one. I'm surprised to not have it mentioned at all, but uh, my number one is The Sting. Oh, nice. Okay. Thought about it. I don't think it's a heist movie. <laughs> but it... It is, basically. It's a con, right? It's a, eh. Con heist. I love this thing. (laughs) Right on. You're not going to hear me. I just watched it for this, so this might be a little recency bias, putting it number one, but I think it's really, really good. For a movie that was made in 1973 to still hold up like it does. Best picture winner. Yeah. Paul Newman. Robert Paul Redford. Newman, Robert Redford, yeah. That's... I don't know why Paul Newman got top billing, because Robert Redford's in so much more of the movie. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I guess it's just star name at that point. Yeah, I don't know if Robert Redford part's not was, that like, big. Robert Redford yet. Did Paul the Newman Natural was... come out yet? Natural's, like, no. 71, right? 74? No, Natural's in the 80s. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was like, I think it was, like, 84. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm, I'm not sure that if one. that came out prior to the Sting or not, but... Me either. But that's their, their cinematic duo, man. That's, like... For us, like one of the originals, I guess. I don't okay, know. yeah, that's yeah. Matt and Ben. <laughs> yeah, right. This thing is great, though. I, I, even if you, I guess I consider it a heist. But if you don't, if it's, it's just because if the money from a person instead of a bank. Yeah, they're they're, rip, they're ripping off. Uh, right, they're. I we we're spoil we can't spoil a movie fifty years old. So no, right? I don't. Uh, they're, they're, I think we're safe there. <laughs> they're conning a man out of placing a huge bet. And the man actually, uh, wow, I haven't seen it in a minute, Joe. Why do they want to rip this guy off? Because uh, uh, his partner in the beginning dies. He he sent guys to kill him. Right, okay. Because they they uh, lifted money off one of his uh, lottery runners. Yeah, it was James Earl Jones' dad, right? Was it really? Yeah, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's a fun bit of trivia. Yeah, and it's like everybody's in this, like... It's it's a huge cast. It's a huge mm-hmm. like ensemble, but there's like they're all con men and they're all like coming together for this one big score, yeah. and uh, they they do a lot of clever things. It's it's very it's enjoyable. It's funny. Um, I like the the one guy that gets uh, punched in the face and his nose is busted and he joins the heist anyway, only because he was friends with the guy that died. That was you know kind of cool. Remember that guy? Yep. Yep. I do remember that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that that happened to him. 
has his head slammed on the table and I'm like, cover up that nose. He so, keeps talking to the guy in the, yeah, yeah, in the right, fake betting outfit. Up, right. <laughs> um, Robert Shaw plays, is it Doyle Lonigan? Is that the character's yes. name? Yes. Yeah. And that Robert Shaw is Quint from Jaws. So. Yes, yes he is. And I actually didn't put that together until about five minutes ago. I was like, yeah, that's Quint. Holy crap. A fact from that one, you know, he's walking with a limp the whole time. Mm-hmm. He hurt his leg in real life. and he So they wrote that into the character? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Didn't know that. I love the card game on the train. Yeah, that's, a, that's, the, a, that's a good scene. They rigged the deck and he loses anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How does he do it? He cheats. <laughs> but what am I supposed to do? Tell the cops he cheated better than I did? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, uh... Yeah, it was all about like a right a horse race. They get the guy to bet on a horse race, and uh, but it's a fake. Yeah, I it's guess, an incredibly elaborate ruse. Yeah, it really is. They actually, everyone made a, in there's a plant. They made the sting too, not nearly as good. I saw that there was a sting too, and I'm like, I don't think I need to see a second Jackie sting. Jackie Gleason's in it. I'm not sure if anyone else from the original cast is. Is he in the first one? No, he's not in the first. Oh, one. okay. So he's the big name, and he's a draw. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure if it's Henry Gondor and whoever Robert Redford's characters. They recast. That'd be yeah, interesting. I, I, they might have. They might have. So I'm gonna look it up now, but that's gonna be side work for me. Sure. So yeah, my number one was The Sting. That movie's great. I recommend it because I didn't see it till now, and it still holds up really, really well. Walter Hill direct that. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Walter Hill or George Roy Hill? George Roy Hill. Okay. So, Corey, tell us about why Ocean's Eleven is the best heist movie. <laughs> it is, in fact, the best heist movie. Uh, I will tell you, Ocean's Eleven, I have probably seen, I can confidently say, 40 or 50 times. I've watched this movie 40 or 50 times. You used to I've, fall asleep to this, right? Yes, yes. Either this or 13. I would kind of flip-flop. Never 12. Never 12. Scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I funny. Fun fact, I went back and rewatched 12 after years and years and years, and I was like, you know what? This gets a worse rap than it deserves. It's not as good as Ocean's Eleven or 13, but it's not nearly as horrific as people th- like make still it out right. to be. Yeah. It's it's still fine. It bubbled for Matt. It yeah. technically bubbled for Matt, yeah. If, if I had to pick one to go with, I'd go with 13. 13 because... benefits from the best villain. Yeah, for sure. Thirteen no ties it all together, but for the reason I like thirteen the best. I think it's the most enjoyable, but is also the reason why like I kind of bubbled this. I think the oceans movies insist upon themselves, for lack of a better term. Okay, like they're all. I'm in a heist movie. I'm a con man. I'm a heist guy. I'm doing cool heist things. Like it's all like. <laughs> It's implausible to me. You're, like it's, you're not wrong. Yeah. Oh no, you're absolutely not wrong. And yeah. it's like a little too much. Like yeah. there's too much frosting on the cake here. Like we, we, fair. We, That's we, we, we lost sight of the cake. We we get it, so to speak. You're the you're the eleven or twelve or thirteen coolest people on the planet coming together to rip off this casino. Awesome, great idea, love it. But you go a little too far, in my opinion. I think that it. that certainly is true as you move forward with the Oceans movies. Yeah, like the Gilroy. I, like, okay, come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's not I, a thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, like, there was a lot of charm to that 
type of stuff in Ocean's Eleven, which is why I chose Ocean's Eleven to okay. be at the top of the list, right? So, like, when you're first getting introduced to this world and they have the secret code words and, like, the the name for all of the different people that you needed for the heist, what did you... What, they uh, they needed two Jethro's, mm-hmm. a Leon Sphinx, and the biggest elephant Gerald ever. And there were, like, two other things. Like, when they're, like, naming, like, who they needed, watching it, like, two, three, four times and, like, getting to actually, like, hear what they needed and then applying it to the people in the heist trying to figure out who's who is fun, right? Because who's the Ella Fitzgerald? You have to know who Ella Fitzgerald is to know that it's the person who makes a big scene at the moment that you need the big distraction, which is Saul. No, it's Saul. Saul? Oh, Saul's the Ella Fitzgerald because he has the heart attack that distracts everybody so that they can turn the cameras off and cut it into the other feed. Okay, I didn't like that description then. Like, big scene, I was expecting, like, the diversion, so to speak. And then all the movies kind of, like, blend in, like, to me. Like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like, Saul dresses up like Evil Knievel. I guess it's 13, right? Uh-huh. Not Saul, I'm Basher again. Basher Sorry. does that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah. What, that he dresses up like Evil Knievel? I, I mean, Evil what... Knievel-type guy. Yeah, it's whatever that, that... Yeah, it's it's when... um. The, the the brothers have to hack in to like change everybody's faces. So he yeah. goes he goes in and like yeah. Distracts distracts uh, oh, okay. Mr. Bank. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Bank. Um but Ocean's Eleven, uh, the the getting you get the the getting the crew together stuff. I love those moments. Yes. Those moments are them. always good. And you get it for the first time in Ocean's Eleven. It's great. The when you get introduced to Matt Damon's character, it's like a little more like, I I I, I, I heartwarming is not the right word. It's not what I mean, but it's like more endearing than some of the other ones. I feel like all the other ones are just like these guys all have like a working knowledge of one another, where Danny Ocean has no working knowledge of the kid. So like he's a uh, he's he's innocent, and naive kind of still. Yeah. And then it's like you pair that up with like when he finally gets to Vegas, he's not sure if he's going to go in the house. And Saul's like, oh, not Saul. Um, oh, who's Ruben? Ruben. Yeah. Ruben's like, oh, yeah. Like tries to like pretend to be pleasant and then tell him to get in the goddamn house because he's like, you're not walking away. You're you so already know too son. much. Get the fuck in the house. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like you're not walking away. Like y- you've already know too much to for me to let you walk away. I told you it's a choice, but it's not. Get in the get in the goddamn house. Um. So it has. It just has like all. It, it's what I would consider the quintessential heist movie. You get all of the things that you expect to see out of a heist movie. You get the bringing the team together. You get the planning of the heist that's just obscure enough that you kind of know what the plan is, but you're definitely not seeing things. You get the actual execution of the heist, and then you get the reveal at the end of all the things that you missed along the way that made it actually work. So for that reason, like just overall like what you would see out of a stereotypical heist movie, you get that in a very star-studded cast of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, and all the little moments of conflict where little things go wrong and they have to they have to figure out solutions. Yeah, the little which pivots. is why Ocean's Eight is not great. Oh right. yeah, because it's like nothing goes wrong in that no, movie. No, it's nothing. minor inconveniences that they just plow right through. Like, yeah, and there's at no point do you think James Corden's going to like 
solve it or arrest anybody. He just he yes. just don't. And he has like barely has any interest in doing it at the oh, man. Don't get me started on Ocean's Eight. <laughs> I, it's a shame that that movie's connected. It, it really is. It, it, it's just a it's shame that it's not better. Better. Like it, like it has potential. Like the cast and the people associated with it could yeah, have made that sure. movie really good, but it it isn't. You know, missed, missed the mark. It mm-hmm. totally it did. missed the mark. Hundred percent missed the mark. Not only Half- did hundred percent miss the mark, it killed Danny Ocean. So, fuck you, Ocean's Eight. Maybe you don't know if he's dead for real. Yeah, we have no idea. Good point. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. Um. Half-ass trivia question that may or may not be right that I just thought of, <laughs> but okay. I'm pr- pretty sure it's right. Of Ocean's Eleven, the main eleven in the guys in the in the crew. Yeah, I'm not including Julia Roberts in that because I'm not sure if she counts as one of them or not. I think but she would make twelve. She would she make would 12? Be twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Only one of them has won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Do you know who it is? I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh I know, I know who it is. I'm gonna wait to see if Corey does. I can have a guess, but I I can't say for sure because I I don't know. What, not... What's your guess? My guess is gonna be it's um. One of the old, one of the older two, either Ruben or Saul, won. Incorrect. Don't... It's okay. uh, Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Oh, that's right. For uh, Manchester by the Sea. Yes. Manchester by yeah. the Sea. That's you're absolutely right. George Clooney, I don't think, has won. Brad Pitt nope. has not won for Best Actor. He's won for Best Supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia Roberts won for Best Actress, but we discounted her. We didn't. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> she's not one of the eleven. She's not eleven. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's why it's half ass. They may have won, Corey. I'm not sure, but I think I... No, no, that's fair. Yeah, I think you're 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 probably right. They probably did not. Right. But... Casey Affleck. Considering I don't know what their names are off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah, exactly. Scott Kahn should have won for Ready to Rumble, but he didn't. Robert. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ready to Rumble. <laughs> what a great fucking movie that is. I've never seen that movie, but I oh, can imagine what it's so like. Good. Bernie Mac, denied. <sighs> Mr. 3000? Didn't get it. Robbed. Singing that ice cream truck, ice cream truck song. R O B B E D. Robbed. Yeah, Car- Carl Reiner, who played Saul, has been nominated. He's won eleven primetime Emmys, if that counts. Wow, it doesn't. Good for but that. But that guy. is impressive. <laughs> I didn't think, I'm trying to think who, uh, who's the other one. Ruben. 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 Where is? Where is he? This is upsetting to me. All right, I've wasted too much of our time. Wait, I found him. Elliot Gould, or Gould. Not to recast Ruben because I like Ruben a lot, but if Elliot Gould turned down the role, Jeffrey Tambor all day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Fucking lutely. Like, I had to stop for a second to remember if Jeffrey Tambor was or wasn't in these movies. <laughs> it's just such a him, yeah, a him role. It's a perfect. Oh man, my shoulder's yeah. killing me. Oh. Yeah, that, the first day, oh. day and a half, like the night like, of and the next day is from awful. Ocean's Eleven at first. No. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, I just oh, lifted it funny. Oh man! All right, so I'm I'm done talking about Ocean's Eleven. Um, so with that, we have closed out the top five portion of the show, and we will now be moving on to the madness portion. Now, the madness is where the madness happens. I said madness a lot of times there. I should stop. Anyway, one more madness. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, Matt has a wheel on his phone, which he will start spinning until we have five unique movies that we will use to then compile our definitive top five heist movies. 
Each of us has one veto and one protect. If a movie gets uh, picked that we do not want on the list, we can veto it. And if that movie is protected by the person who's listed on, uh, you lose your veto and the movie stays on the list. Protects were determined prior to the list being revealed, so it's not like we're picking it on the fly. Yes. We, did we do bubbles? Sorry. Oh, no, we did not do bubbles. I literally had a note in my head to remember to do bubbles first. Damn it. I forget all the time, too. Don't it's worry okay. All right, so uh, that is the madness round, which is what will happen in about five minutes when we get done talking about our bubbles. Um, Matt, your bubbles were all of the oceans, I right? I found the oceans franchise, and then my, my other bubble was a movie called The Score. I'm not sure if you guys saw that, but it's... Oh, that's De Niro and... Edward's uh, Ed pretty yeah, incredible yeah, in that. that. It's, uh, that was on my it's side It's kind of like his character in... Um, what the hell is the name of that movie? Holy crap. The Richard Gere one. Help me out. Uh, Primal, oh, Fear. Primal Fear. It's like Primal that Fear. character in a heist movie. It's really good. Ooh, it's like a that's dual awesome. personality yeah, yeah. type deal. He's, it's a clever acting job, I should say. It's, it's a mm-hmm. fun watch. Okay. Uh, Joe, I know you mentioned one of your bubbles already. Yeah, that was the town. And then the other one, just because, why not? Put it on as many bubbles as I can. Avengers Endgame, time heist, it's a baby. Time heist. Hey, hey, it is a time heist. Uh, I have three bubbles for this. Um, Unsurprising. Yes. National Treasure. I thought yeah. that was going to make your list, actually. Uh, it was close. It was on my list initially. And then I was like, I can't have this list not have heat on it. And have National Treasure on it. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Fair enough. And that's literally what happened. Um, gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. I okay. thought about that that's one. That's on my so, side list. Another, another uh, Nick Cage heist movie. Um, and last but not least, Solo. A Star Wars story. I didn't think of that one, but that fits. Yeah, Yeah, if that movie... I don't think that movie's good was, enough. If it wasn't but... terrible, it would be... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there were... And, and that's the thing. I think there were, like... A lot of bad parts. Yeah, there's a lot of not great stuff that happens in Solo, but the actual heist aspect of Solo... That part is awesome. Is awesome. I will say I really do like that part of the movie. Yeah, him do... Like, watching him do the Kessel Run is fucking cool. I mean, like, before that, but Uh, yes. Yes, yes, the whole heist in general, but actually seeing the Kessel Run at the end of it, pretty awesome. If that movie was just a Star Wars movie that didn't have Han Solo, it was just like a generic guy... I'd be all about it, but because they th- it helped. they it shoehorned help. Han into it, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, eh. <laughs> lofty expectations. It always have been a better story if it was just about it was just a space heist. Yeah, space yeah. Heist. Heist. dope. I'm like God. Yeah, how come we don't have any yeah. of those. Yeah, just a space heist. <laughs> I don't like, know how Lando gets the Falcon in the first place. Right, like if that was the story that they were telling instead of like a Han Solo story, I totally agree. Not to go totally off the rails here, but I think the Star Wars universe, since we're just making content left and right, can they take characters we like and put them into like different style of movies? Like I remember Ken Napsok was talking about a a a, a um, Guillermo del Toro directed Jabba the Hutt gangster movie set into the style of The Godfather. I'm all about that. <laughs> I'd watch that movie tomorrow. That'd be subtitles galore, good. but I'm that. That's oh, <laughs> that, don't unintelligible care. dialogue. That'd be sick. All day. Two hours. That'd be great. A Fast and the Furious I... pod racing movie. Come on. 
Nah, that one I'm not Love in for. Love pod racing. Give, give me Love Greedo. <laughs> Don't like pod racing. Well, that's pod racing. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so we just, those were the bubbles, and we just went through what the madness round is. Uh, Matt, you got the wheel ready? I do, sir. Let's do this. All right, first spin is in. It's a Corey Four. The town. I'm okay with okay. that. Same. All right. Second spin. <laughs> it's a Matt Five. With point, Which break. point break. Point <laughs> break. Veto. Veto. Okay. That's fair. <sighs> I didn't want to, but it's fine. It's just it's I just it's too too risky. There's nothing on your guys' list I would yeah. veto. I'm just throwing that out there now. But I understand Point Break. It's cool. I don't know that there's anything on your guys' list that I remember that I was like, I'm going to veto that if it comes up. Yeah, man. This, this is pretty, uh, again, such a broad topic, but. Yeah, unless yeah. we're digging, I guess. I'm glad I got to talk about Point Break. I, honestly. You honestly, always do. Yeah, and, and honestly, <laughs> that that was a, the reason I vetoed it is, is for the dig. Uh, next one was Matt 2, which would be Heat. You guys can't see. Just take my word for it. <laughs> yep, that's fine. Oh, they're all Matt movies. Oh, my God. How did this happen? So uh, okay. So, two movies down. Joe, you're cool with Heat? Okay. Yeah. I understand why it's there. Matt one. Matt one. Inception. I have no frame of reference for this. Corey, is it good? Does it deserve to be on the list? Uh, it doesn't matter. I can't veto it, but yes, it does deserve I, to I be on the list. I just want input from you. Oh, I see. I... In case you wanted to veto it? Yeah. yeah I'm no, not I'd, going to. I'd, I'd leave it. I'd leave it. One. That'd be pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. a shit. That's a, that's <laughs> that's a, a shitty move. move. <laughs> that's a dick move. Especially for something I haven't seen. Come on. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Oh, by law of averages. Oh, Joe's not going to come up this list. Four, oh, four no. five, which is heat. Yeah, it's so heat. Okay. Oh, okay. Spin. Joe, you're striking out. It's. I am. Matt Four. Matt that's Four. four. Which that man? That, that, uh, that I'm gonna veto that. Fourth movie. Is yes, that your it is. Okay, damn it. <laughs> I had to take a shot to try to get one when I'm, when I'm on, on well, the board. Fair enough. You got a good shot now. I don't think I have a commonality movie that made the board yet. Um, so we got one more to go. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Corey 2, Hell or High Water. Oof. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to veto that. I got slaughtered yeah. this week, but good job, guys. You good pick. out. That sucks. Sorry. Those Ooh. were, those were mostly all yet. mats, too, right? I, uh, Other than my, my, it was my two for sure. I had four on here, and five. Of, my fifth one was vetoed, just like baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what I mean is, they were all they were all your name too, right? No, the town was, was one of them. Mine. The town and town was my town name. Yeah. Water. I got three. And I, another. Three. Okay, okay. It's bound to happen. I mean, yeah. I guess. <laughs> all right. Feels bad, man. <laughs> Sorry. That was. It's all good. All right. Uh, These were the risks when I signed up for this. It's true. It's true. Um, Inception, Heat, 
Inside Man, Hell or High Water, The Town. Thoughts? <laughs> I think Inside Man should be five. Okay. But I'm throwing that out there. Uh, that's where I've I, seen four that's, of those movies. Uh, that's where I. That's where I'm I am. I'm fine with that. Then. Um, what do you guys have for commonality? Because it's mainly going to be between you two, and I guess I'll weigh in if you need town a tie broken. Town and heat. Town heat and hell. Uh, Corey's hell or high water is the uh, other single one, and yeah. I have Inception. Uh. All right, I'm I'm fine so, with Inside Man at five. Go to yeah, that. same. Now, we have a natural one, a natural two, and then a four, five in Town and the Heat, respectively, on my list. What are they for you? So, the Heat's number two for me, and the Town is three. So, it's a two, five, and a three, four for you guys. Or I guess if you want to include me, a three, four bubble for the Town, I think. Yeah. I don't. <sighs> Let's go in order here. What would be number four? I had. <laughs> Hell or high water is your number two. It's higher than heat for you. Correct. And it's higher than yes. town. Inception's yes. my number one. Gets higher than anything on the list. It. Uh, I would. It, for me. I would like to see Inception at one, Hell or High Water at two, and then The Town and Heat are duking out three and four. But Heat's also your number two movie, so it should probably not be that way. Do you know what I, I mean? I, and Hell or High Water is just your two, just right, your Corey? Two. Higher, hell yeah, just my two. I would imagine that's not sitting at two. Well, I was going to give Inception at one, and it's just Matt's one. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's that's yeah, kind of... Yeah. That was where I was... My brain was going, because I... Because if we go by, like, the commonality side of things, that means Inception gets dropped to three and Hell or High Water is at four. All right. For me, I'm – random thought. I'm just going to go by quality of movie. I'm taking the heist aspect out of it for a second and see which sure. is the better movie in my opinion. Okay. I think Hell or High Water is damn good. I, yes. I like Inception more. I think Inception did more. I would have that above it. And I think the heat and the town are interchangeable, where Ben Affleck is watching... Oh, the town's a better movie than heat. Ben Affleck's watching heat in, like, the town. Like, it's definitely, like, part of it. It's, is he really? Yeah, I didn't notice is. that. Like, I don't think I've ever noticed that. It's definitely influenced it. It's interchangeable to me. It, it, coin flip. If you think it's the town's better than heat, that, that's okay. It's one of those things where you, you don't get the town if heat doesn't exist. But th- that doesn't, sure. like, determine quality. Sure. What is what is the round? I mean, not that uh, I almost don't want to ask what the Rotten Tomato score for Inception yeah. is. Eighty-seven. Probably so. more reviews though yeah. than uh, Hell or High, High Water, Water, which is at ninety-seven. Right. Yeah, nobody <laughs> saw that movie. <laughs> I saw the shit out of that movie. Yeah, that's what well, I'm yeah. saying. It's like from, from the masses. <laughs> yeah. People like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, movie. no. I, yes. I, yes, I, yeah, that one. But if we take the town and heat, you get ninety-two, eighty-seven, respectively. Yeah, I, I mean, the town could be ahead of heat. I, yeah, I would I would argue the town's ahead just because the town is a much more rewatchable movie because Heat is just such a slog. Too damn long. Yeah. Too damn long. Um. All right. So, all right. just from what we're spitting out, what you said earlier, Corey, Heat mm-hmm. four, the town three, 
Hell or High Water yep. two, Inception one. I'm I'm, I'm kind of on board with that, with that as well. Joe, do you have any? I hate everything about it, but not for any reasons of your guys' fault. So let's do it. <laughs> okay. I think it sounds good. I'm 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 perfectly okay with that. Because I get what you're saying. Like you want your one or two higher. Like you would not want the tower heat over what you had at number two because obviously it's not represented on your list. And I think all of these are yeah. so close. We we we're really splitting hairs here. I and totally I, and I got a lot of wheel totally luck agree. this week too, so I sh- I shouldn't be one to uh, nitpick too too hard here. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Hell or high water, I really didn't think of either. So I mean, I don't think it would be this high on the list, but I definitely I thought of it. Very. That's what's one I own. Yeah, I went back and rewatched it for this week, and it was still chef's kiss for me. <laughs> I'd hope so. <laughs> All right. Obviously, I should say. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with this. All right. Matt, will you run down the definitive top five heist movies? Number f- according to five, five movie madness. Oh, you want to say that again? I'm sorry, I, I interrupted your lead-in. Okay. Uh, Matt, would you like to reveal the definitive top five heist movies according to Five Movie Madness? Number five, Inside Man, a Spike Lee joint. Number number four, Heat. Number three, The Town. Number two, Hell or High Water. And the number one heist movie, according to us, Inception. Right on. Mind heist. Love it. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Hope it's good. I hope it's. (laughs) Can you imagine we come back next week and he's like, I watched Inception. This is bullshit. The movie's trash. You know what? Like, I'm I'm afraid. The thing I'm afraid of most is you're going to be like, eh. (laughs) That would hurt me more. (laughs) That movie. That that movie. That movie's already been, like, overhyped for me. It's been 10 years. So. Yeah. Like, just everyone, there was that period oh when it first came out where everyone was, was hyping the shit out of that movie, talking yeah, so much about it. By storm. Yeah, it's really I, good. And then everything yes. parodied it. I was, I was so late to the Inception. You flip your pants <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my god. I was, I was super late to the Inception game, and it was a meh for me initially. Because of the overhype, when I went back and rewatched it, I was like, okay, no, I, I, I'm okay. I'm okay now. I'm okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's still good. All right. Um, are we revealing? Are we still revealing next week, or are we avoiding that because you're kind of going a little out of order now? Uh, we can we can just avoid that. Okay. I think just in case. Sure. Then that means we are into uh, the social media section, right? Sure are. All Let right. them know. All right, guys. That's it for uh, this week's edition of Five Movie Madness. If you want to reach out to us and tell us what your top five heist movies are in your particular order, you can email them to us over at fivemoviemadness at gmail.com. That is with a five. Or I actually am pretty sure you could probably do this in one tweet. So you can always tweet those lists over to us at Five Movie Madness on Twitter. Both of those are, with again, with the number five. I am... Uh, mm, that's, I can't say it like that. I really can't. If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, you can find me at I am a M city folk soul. Yeah. My Twitter handle is M R underscore Janny, Matt Jansen in the bio. I'm listed as a co-host of the show. So easy to find. 
You can hit me up at <laughs> Juice Clerk. <laughs> I don't know why, but I guess I'm glad. And I promise, guys, we're not social media famous, so if you do tweet at us, we will almost 100% tweet 10, back. 10,000%, man. I have probably 50 yeah. followers, bro. <laughs> once, once I actually check my Twitter, I'll, I'll respond. Alert. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as the alert comes in, it's like the first thing I do is stop what I'm doing to like tweet back at people. So please, find us and tweet yeah. at us. I mostly retweet negative tweets about the Flyers these days. <laughs> It's all sports. If you love sports retweets, follow Matt. Uh, it's so painful. It's so yeah. painful. They lost for me. to the Sabres, Corey. Uh, by one. big, they lost the big Rays. to six one. So I, I, I had a a two hundred dollar parlay. I took the over of the Damn. Celtics game. I'm sorry, the under on the Celtics game, the over of the Flyers game, and the Flyers, the Flyers over under was five and a half. And I was like, oh man, like neither team is very good. It'll be like a 4-3 game, some shit like that. Uh, so when I hit the over, but I hit the over like that, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is not how I wanted to hit the over. Yeah. Sabres have lost 18 ugly. in a row up to that point. Longest. Ugly. Ugly, longest ugly, ugly. streak in National Hockey League history. That's insane. But anyway, we should probably log off. We've dragged this ending long enough. Um Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week and uh, otherwise be kind to each other. Bios con Dios, my friends. Bye.